Thanks for listening to the podcast of Hope Church in East Hampton, Connecticut. Our mission is to love God, love people, and serve the world. To find out more about Hope Church, be sure to check out our website at cthope.com. Well, good morning, Hope Church. Uh, Thank you for uh, joining us today. Uh, It is Thanksgiving week, and it's appropriate uh, for me to say thank you as we begin uh, our our service today. There's uh, so many things to be thankful for, and we're going to talk about that in a couple of minutes, but um, I just want to say thank you to all of you, for all of you who make up Hope Church. Uh, It's really a blessing to me, um, particularly as we're on this really unique uh, journey. Uh, We're kind of turning a a corner and turning a page over in the history of Hope Church. And so as we do this, we're looking forward to the future. Uh, If you have not heard yet, so excited to have Carrie Burr, our own Carrie Burr, uh, join us on staff as a uh, part-time as a teacher here. And so uh, you are going to be seeing more of her. In fact, you're going to see her next week. Um, But yeah, this is a new day and uh, excited for what God has for us. Uh, I want to start by saying thank you to our elders um, what a group of people uh, that make decisions on behalf of this church, but I have been so uh, impressed by them in these days um, and for so long. And I just want to thank you, elders, uh, for serving so well, uh, particularly in a time that's really difficult for all churches, not just Hope Church, but in this time of quarantine. Uh, this, these are not easy days. Churches are closing their doors uh, churches are drying up of, of resources, and uh, we need to pivot, and we have been, and I'm so grateful for the leadership team uh, that God has brought here to help make that happen. And the elders, you're such a key piece of that, and thank you. Thank you uh, for encouraging me so well. Uh, but there are so many others as well. I want to thank our worship team, who we just heard from. Uh, This group of people love Jesus with all their hearts and serve each and every week um, to encourage us and to build us up. Uh, They do it without complaining. They do it out of joy. And so I want to thank you, all of you, for the time and effort that you put in uh, each and every week. I want to lift up our prayer team and say thank you to you, Uh, Roger and Sherry and all of you who meet on a regular basis. I don't know if you guys know this, but you, yes, you, if you're listening, are prayed for every single week. And um, even right now, we have people in our host uh, chats uh, that will be willing to pray with you if you click on that button. But uh, every uh, week after church and also every Monday night at 7 p.m., We have a team of people that pray, and I want to thank you for all of your prayers and just for such a critical ministry in the life of this church. Um, And I could just start running down the list for our finance team. Uh, It's budget season, actually, and um, the the wisdom and insight that God gives to, to them. I want to thank Michelle. I want to thank Tara. 
uh, just for their hard work. This has not been easy for you, and I appreciate you so much on so many levels. I want to thank our MLT. That means ministry leadership team, and this kind of encompasses all of our ministry leaders, whether that's with kids, with, with Michelle, who's on staff here, um, with teenagers, with Trevor, and um, our safety, our newly formed safety team led by Brian, um, our nursery director, and all of our kids directors. Um, I want to I wanna say thank you to all of you. Our, our finance, uh, I mean, our building teams, th- those who uh, clean our building and those who run all the, with all the maintenance, um, you are so valuable to this church. And I think of any week, uh, I wanted to stop before we do anything else and just say thank you to them and to all of you. Um, well, if you don't uh, know who I am, my name is Tom. I'm the lead pastor here, and uh, I'm going to be teaching this morning. And for those of you who have joined us today, thanks for joining us online. Uh, Thanksgiving is here. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year. And um, there's probably a whole lot of reasons for that, actually. Um, first of all, I, lo- I love the fall. I mean, the colors that are around us. I don't necessarily love cleaning up the leaves, but the leaves falling, the orange and the yellow, and the, it's, just, uh, it's just awesome to see. So that's one of the things I love about fall and what I love about Thanksgiving. Um, another thing I love about Thanksgiving, maybe it's the football, right? Um, I'm really sad to say that my team is actually playing on uh, Thanksgiving Day this this year, and uh, that's great for me, but it's probably everybody else in the world is rolling their eyes because they're such a terrible, terrible football team, so I apologize. But I love football. Um, sometimes, and maybe some of you go out and you have family football games. Uh, we actually used to do that here with a bunch of people at the church. That was a whole lot of fun. Uh, so uh, it, it's football. Thanksgiving Day football is such a fun thing. Um, uh, certainly it's family. Getting with family is always so special. Uh, I have great memories of Thanksgiving. I remember a family friend uh, used to come and, and uh, we used to all hang out together, which was really awesome, uh, which leads me to uh, probably the reason why we all love Thanksgiving the most, and that's the food, right? Oh, the food, the turkey, the stuffing, the cranberry sauce in a can, Okay, very important in a can. Um, The stuffed mushrooms, that's my favorite. Mom, thank you. I love you. I hope I get to eat those this year. And and then, of course, all the dessert. And this family friend used to probably bake us, I don't know, seven or eight pies and used to bring them all. And as a kid, I didn't love pie, but chocolate cream pie was what I always asked for because that was the most palatable. And uh, now I love pie. But yeah, man, food is certainly a huge part of the holiday. You know, it's just that whole thing of, it's one of those holidays for me that's warm and fuzzy and... Uh, just to have good memories of. Um, so here, before I move on really quickly, right there in the chat where you are, or maybe you're sitting with someone, tell someone that, uh, around you and tell us in the chat, what do you like most about Thanksgiving? Go ahead, take a second. Well, 
When Thanksgiving rolls around uh, here at the church, I always want to make sure that we take the time to pause and to stop and talk about it. It might seem cliche, uh, but honestly, I don't think we could talk about being thankful or grateful enough. I don't ever want to miss the opportunity. So uh, the truth is, if we aren't intentionally cultivating a spirit of gratitude and thanksgiving in our hearts, we are missing something. In fact, I would go so far as to say we will never be all that God wants us to be if we don't cultivate that spirit. And you say, well, Tom, that seems like a really strong statement. Well, I don't know. You tell me. Here's our verse today. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for all of you who belong in Christ Jesus. So I don't know about you, but I see two things out of this verse that are really interesting. First is uh, that we should be thankful in all things. Right? So I know sometimes it's easier when things are going well uh, to just say, thank you, God, for these blessings. I know it's sometimes a whole lot harder when things are not going well to thank God in those circumstances. Some of you are going some, through some really hard things right now, and it's hard to be thankful. I get that. But God is asking us to be thankful in all circumstances, good or bad. The second thing I see in that verse says, for this is God's will. This is God's will. Now, whenever I see that phrase in the Bible, my ears perk up a little bit. You see, growing up, when I heard this is God's will, I mean, that was the thing that we were supposed to be after, God's will. But it was always this elusive thing, and I never knew if I was getting it right. In fact, the worst thing that I could think of and the thing that gave me guilt, maybe a lot of it self-induced, was what if I miss out on God's will? Right? I don't know, again, if you've had that experience, maybe if you grew up in church and you felt that way, but I hear the question all the time, what is God's will for me? So obviously, when I see a verse like this, it makes me stop and pause and say, this is God's will? That's pretty straightforward and pretty clear. You see, here's the thing, and here's what we're going to talk about for a few minutes. Scripture is filled from beginning to end with instruction about being thankful and grateful people. The Apostle Paul, who wrote several of the books of the New Testament, um, if you just look at his writings alone, he mentions the word thankful or grateful 49 times. 49 times. That's an average of four times per book. The Psalms, if you go back to the Old Testament and read the Psalms, one out of every six Psalms mentions the word thanksgiving. The word is mentioned hundreds of times throughout Scripture. So it is a critical theme for the Christian. So why do you think this is? Why is this theme so important? Why is God saying, this is my will for you to be thankful and grateful people? 
Well, here's one thought. Because it's hard to do. Being grateful and being thankful forces us to think outside of our own little worlds, to think outside of our own perspective, which is a word I want to use today. It's actually one of my new favorite words, perspective. It requires that we move away from self-consumption and move towards generosity in our spirit. So in the Bible, there are several words uh, that are used. Um, when we see this word thankful or grateful, uh, there are a few ways that's used in the Bible. But there are two main words that are associated with this. Remember, the Bible was not written in English. It was written in a couple different languages. And so, so there's this Old Testament word uh, that we see often, the Hebrew word for thankful. And then we'll see a word in the New Testament, which is a Greek word. The Hebrew word for thanks is often used in, in direct correlation to God. It's, it's this acknowledgement of God and what God has done. It can be used as an acknowledgement even for ourselves, um, but most often it is used in acknowledgement of God. It's attributing something to God. So thank you, God, for this thing, or recognizing God in our thanks. So basically, this word gives us a different perspective. It, it requires our perspective to be turned towards God. That's the Hebrew kind of meaning. And then there's this, this word that we find in the New Testament that has a little bit different of a meaning. And that Old Testament, um, that New Testament word is taken from the Greek word eucharisto, which some of you may um, recognize right away. Eucharistos literally means good grace. So here's one way to look at this when it comes to our perspective, um, if it's helpful at all. Now for today, I, I'm using the word thankful and grateful interchangeably, but here's one thing I was thinking of as we, as we think of this. this. This spirit of thankfulness is often something that is reflective inside of us in our own hearts. It's this really kind of like zoomed in perspective. We are thankful people when we appreciate what God has done. And we can sit there and say, God, whatever our circumstances, I am thankful for where you have brought me. It's kind of like in Philippians 4 when, when Paul says, in whatever circumstances I'm, I'm in, I'm going to be content. I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to be thankful. Whereas gratitude maybe is a little bit more of a zoomed out perspective. This gratitude is an acknowledgement of thankfulness, which is super critical, by the way, this inward thankfulness that we have. But it maybe takes it a step further and shows it outward. We show our gratitude. An outward demonstration of the heart. So, what is the significance here? Why on a week like Thanksgiving is it important to talk about this? And what do we want to learn from this today? Well, I think there's a couple things as we go through here. There are lots of studies done in the world of science and psychology 
believe it or not, when it comes to our emotions. In fact, I was just reading an article uh, recently that says um, people that put up, and I'm taking a little side note here for a second, but people that put up their Christmas decorations early, like like now, like several of you have done this year, um, said they tend to be happier people overall. So take that for what it's worth. If that fits you, that's awesome. We'll be waiting until after Thanksgiving to put up our Christmas decorations. Um, but uh, when scientists look at what the characteristics of a grateful and a thankful person is, it's really interesting some of the findings and some of the things that they have, have said. So, so as a matter of, of helping us through this today, let me talk to, about a couple of those. Uh, so some of these studies show that when people are thankful and grateful, they're actually physical benefits. Like in our tangible bodies, there are differences compared to those who don't practice generosity and thankfulness. One of those physical benefits is healing and strength. Literally, psychologists say that an attitude of gratitude can actually have a healing effect on the human body. Did you know this? They would say that someone who's expressive in their thanks and gratitude uh, typically has more stable blood pressure, studies have shown. Um, it's shown that they have a stronger immune system. It even says that they tend to have less aches and pains. And if you're my age or older, there's a good reason alone to start practicing thankfulness and gratitude in your life, right? This is what one doctor said. I quote her. She says, when we express gratitude and receive the same, our brain releases dopamine and serotonin, the two crucial neurotransmitters responsible for our emotions, and they make us feel good. They enhance our mood immediately, making us feel happy from the inside. By consciously practicing gratitude every day, we can help these neural pathways to strengthen themselves and ultimately create a permanent, grateful, and positive nature within ourselves. Interesting stuff, right? So they, they give you uh, the physical uh, benefit of that. They also bring the physical benefit of less anxiety and stress. People who are thankful and grateful exhibit less signs of anxiety and stress in their life. Again, uh, read a couple quotes uh, from positivepsychology.com. It says, significant studies over the years have established the fact that by practicing gratitude, we could handle stress better than others who don't. By merely acknowledging and appreciating the little things in life, we can rewire the brain to deal with the present circumstances with more awareness and broader perception. Uh, McCready and colleagues in 1998 said in one of their studies on gratitude and appreciation, it said that participants who felt grateful showed a marked reduction in the level of cortisol, the stress hormone. So when we practice thankfulness and gratitude, we actually are physically helping our body. But there's also a second thing, doctors will say, there are not only just physical benefits, but there are social benefits. And to that I say, 
duh. I mean, think about it. When we are thankful people, we're just simply nicer, right? When we're thankful people, we're nicer people. When we are thankful, when inside we are calm and appreciative, we're just more at peace. And honestly, what happens in turn is then people don't mind being around us, right? So when we're able to express our gratitude, remember that outward expression, the gratitude piece to others, actually induces positive emotions in them. And what does this do? Well, it just helps our relationships. So socially, we actually can be in a better place because of the way we express our thankfulness and gratitude. It means that our relationships can be deeper and more fulfilling. And so here's my takeaway with that. Feel free to write it down if you want. But we are at our best. We are at our best when we are filled with thanks and gratitude. And God wired us that way. We're at our best when we are filled with thanks and gratitude. God wired us that way. Remember our verse. This is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So, how can we be people who are more thankful and can show more gratitude? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me give you a few things that I think that we can do practically speaking. The first one I would say is this, pray out. Pray out your thanks to God. Colossians 4.2 says, devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. And I love when I looked at this verse deeper, and this is what it says. Again, we talked about how the Bible has a couple different languages, and so sometimes all the translations don't really come through exactly. But check this out. Literally what this verse would mean would say, uh, be strong. So that's that devote yourselves to prayer. Be strong in expressing yourselves face to face with God. Let them have it. Express that to God face to face. And be awake to the good grace of God. Be awake to the Eucharisto of God. The good graces that he has given to us in our daily life. And honestly, even when things are bad, sometimes that's a grace. Sometimes it's a grace that we don't understand or even can comprehend in that moment. But remember that God works all things for his good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Psalm 100 is 
called the Psalm of Thanksgiving. It says, shout with joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Did you get that? Acknowledge God. That's that, that's that Hebrew word, okay? Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. Pray out your thanks to God. That's one place to start. Here's a second thing that I would say as we want to practice lives of gratitude and thanksgiving. Speak out your thanks to people. Speak out your thanks to people. You know, when we see the Bible, and again, we look at Paul's writings, and we see him expressing his thanks, usually it's to other people. Philippians 1 is such a great passage of scripture that just, that we see that. He was express, expressing his thanks and gratitude for others. And let me tell you, that is, that is a life changer. When you could look at someone and, and just take the moment, the first thing that you do, I heard uh, John Maxwell say this once, he tries in the very first sentence that he talks with someone each day to compliment, to give someone one compliment. Man, what a great practice and what a great discipline. Speak out your thanks to others out of the gratitude and thanksgiving in your heart. Third and finally, what I would say is give out. Give out gratitude. How? By giving more. Um, protect yourself from the love of money. It's truly amazing how much scripture contrasts money and the accumulation of wealth with real happiness and real joy and real gratitude. It is so hard. It gets such a grip on our lives and on our hearts. Instead, accumulate contentment and peace, thanksgiving and gratitude. We show our gratefulness when we're generous. So give more. Give more. That could be to Hope Church, and I hope it is. I hope you guys will consider that this year. It could be to Christmas of Hope, to our local communities, to a family down the street in need, to giving away your clothes instead of throwing them away. Give more. Because I believe that cultivates a heart of gratitude and thanks. Pray out, speak out, and give out. As I'm closing, I came across this verse I thought was interesting. 2 Timothy 3.2 and it says, you should know this, Timothy, that in the last days, there are going to be very difficult times. That sounds familiar, right? For people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to parents, and ungrateful. Ungrateful. So what he's saying, and Paul is saying, he's like, listen, in the end times, in those last days, one of the signs is that people are just unthankful and ungrateful. Let's not let that be us. Church, let's change that. 
in our own lives. Let us be thankful in our hearts. Let us express our gratitude outward to others. And may that mark our lives, not only today in this week, but in this season. Practice being thankful this week. And again, if you're in the chat, take a moment. Tell us what you're thankful for today. I would love to see that, love to hear that. And so may God give us his grace to go out and be full of thanks and gratitude. And we're about to pray, but after, uh, before I do, I just want to say this. Our worship team in just a second is going to sing another song. It's called Blessed Be Your Name. And I love this song because it talks about in all things, good or bad, we praise your name. God, you deserve all of our thanks and all of our gratitude. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you. I thank you for the lessons that are in your scripture that are so rich. They're so easy to hear and understand, but sometimes so hard to do. Help us to be doers today and not hearers only. Help us to go out of this time wherever and whenever we watch this, more grateful and thankful people this week. Thank you for the pause for us to think about that. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.